five, four, three, two. You know, there was something that used to really freak me out when I was diving a lot of times. And and I don't know why. Sometimes it does. I mean, I've got, you know, it's not like I started diving yesterday. I've got almost 30 years of diving experience and all different kinds of conditions, lots and lots of dives. But every now and then, there's something that freaks me out a little bit. And I'm not really sure why it does because it's, it's the facing that hang up and the being on the you know being on the return from that hang up that's actually kind of cool. Let me explain what happens to me. A lot of times when I'm diving and we dive a lot of murky waters here in Idaho and as I'm moving down around the 30 40 foot range all of a sudden it gets like pitch black. It gets dark. And I'm not really sure what's just on the edge of that darkness. And as I go ahead and mentally force myself and physically push myself to go into that darkness i find out it's actually not that bad in fact once i do reach that dark area it kind of lightens up a little bit maybe i'll grab a light and i'll you know I'll shine a light or i'll hold my light way out in front of me you know like maybe i'll, I'll bump into something and, and 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 the light will keep me from doing it right and i don't know if you've had that happen to you on a dive where you don't like diving dark uh, areas but for some reason it happens to me on, on more dives than I like to admit. But I mean, I still dive it, I, I enjoy it. But what I really enjoy is as I'm coming back out of that darkness, suddenly the light is coming down. Uh, you know, sometimes it's maybe it's at a different angle or, or maybe because the, the terrain has changed. I've gone from a muddy bottom to a rocky bottom. And all of a sudden, there's a lot of clarity. And it may not be 20, 30 feet of visibility, but I may go from like six to 10 to 12 inches of visibility to like where I've got three or four and it's suddenly like, wow, hey, that's kind of kind of cool. Well, I'm gonna talk about going and transitioning and moving from that darkness back into the light as we deal with change. My name is Rob Anderson. I'm the host of One Dive at a Time. I'm also the founder and director of Neptune Warrior and you can either check out uh, information there on neptunewarrior.org or you can see the things that I tend to write about uh, from a slightly different perspective, because it's it's dealing with more than just vets, but it's dealing more with a holistic type diving. If you go out to scubarob.com, you can also call into the show and leave a message for us. And I really enjoy when we when we have that. And that's area code 208-254-0436. And if you're interested in getting trained in diving and going about it from a more holistic approach and where you apply life skills. And it's not just a bunch of people in the water at one time, uh, you know, getting trained at once or going out on an advanced course. And it's like three days on a Saturday, two days on a Sunday, and suddenly you're, you're certified. Or if you want to be mentored or maybe coached through your master scuba diving program, that is, I mean, that's how you reach out and contact me. And we'll make sure that we get you all squared away. So some of you may have seen the recent t-shirt that, I put out for aquatic awakening and it has the frog in it and on the back of the shirt it says be the frog and I want to talk a little more about how we transform or we transition during times of change and I'll use that frog as a metaphor later on 
But you know, there's a lot of different metaphors that we, that we see, and but not always not always associated to diving. You know, you have things like transitioning from a caterpillar to a butterfly, not really diving. Um, awakening from the dream of reality, not really diving. But hey, what about going from darkness to light? Or maybe journeying towards a vision. Or in this case, maybe even returning to the source. So I got to tell you, I've had a really crazy week. And that's why I'm doing this specific podcast. So I've known since about, I don't know, the week of Christmas that my company was going to do layoffs. And in the industry that I'm in, this is, you know, this happens about every two to three years, massive layoffs. I think I've probably undergone eight, 10, 12 layoffs that I survived. I knew on this one, I was pretty confident on this one. I was not going to survive. There was a lot of other circumstances uh, between myself and the leadership that I was working with, a little bit of a difference in vision, a little bit difference in style. And, you know, that's cool. I mean, they, you know, they're, they're the leaders. They've got a way that they work. I know where I work best. And so I prepared myself. I knew that it was going to come. So I started, you know, reaching out to different sources. I started dropping a lot of resumes, started doing a lot of interviews. So I, I felt like I was, I was pretty prepared for it. So this last week, sure enough, on Wednesday morning, I take the walk with, with uh, one of our, our leaders. We go back into a room. And the first thing that I did after they said, hey, this is a really uncomfortable thing. We, you know, these are difficult times. I just kind of settled the room. And I was like, hey, you know what? I, I understand. I, I acknowledge that we have to do this. And I'm okay with it. Now, I got to tell you, the reason why I was okay is because I had been preparing for that change. And, and I wanted to maintain as much normalcy as I could. And rather than be bitter about the change and get into that meeting and talk about, you know, how I felt about their leadership style and say some really nasty and, and toxic things about the, the company. Instead, I walked into that meeting having had the opportunity to plan ahead to make some preparations as best as I could, to take care of my finances the best that I could. So that no matter what happened to that meeting and no matter what the severance package might be like, I had myself in a much better position. And by doing that, it put the room at ease. And I got to tell you, taking on change when you're mentally, and in my case, somewhat financially prepared for that, was a huge relief because I was able to go in there and not be ugly or toxic or anything else. So we go into this meeting on Wednesday, right? And I set the tone. They're very grateful. And I actually start talking about the different things that my company has allowed me to do for the past 17 years. I've had opportunities to go to Korea, to China, to Taiwan, to Scotland, to England, you know, all over the UK, different parts of Europe, different parts of Asia. I've had opportunities to work with people from different uh, uh, countries as well as different companies. I've been in leadership positions. And by the way, the whole time that, that I'm going, you know, since Christmas, I had been letting my boss aware, hey, I have to take care of myself. So, so I am looking. And so if that's one of the things that, that you have to factor into it, 
you know, I, I am looking at, at other opportunities. So I was, you know, I was very up, very upfront with that. Well, Wednesday at about 8.15 a.m., I walk out of the company for the very, very last time, take the drive home, contact my girlfriend, talk to her for a few minutes, talk to my folks for a few minutes. I hit the driveway and I get a job offer. A company that I had been wanting to go to because I thought the team was fantastic. All throughout the process of interviewing, I thought leadership was amazing. It aligned with my values. It aligned with the things I wanted to do professionally. They loved the work that I was doing professionally. Plus, they loved the work that I was doing with, with Neptune and my coaching. Because a lot of everything, you know, everything I do in my diving life goes right back into my corporate life. The two are, they're symbiotic. They're yin and yang. They, they work together. And I... I really felt strongly about going with this company. I mean, it, so much. I mean, I would, I would lay awake at night. Now, in the meantime, one of the leaders that I had interviewed with had found a new opportunity. And I found that there was going to be some, some structure changes. Not only did I get offered the job I had been applying for, but they asked me to put in for the leadership role for that team. And I wanted it so bad. And I knew it was time for me to step forward and have the opportunity to lead others again. Because this team, this, the three individuals I'm going to go work for are absolutely amazing. And there's not a lot of your experience and, 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 and just areas where I've got experience and they don't, but I mean that's that's also the you know true. They've also got experiences I don't have, but I found three people that I really feel that I can help grow, and I'm interested in helping them grow. And it was such a good feeling after walking out feeling like a ton of bricks have been lifted off my chest, and then getting an offer to not only join a team but also to be the leader of that team. I was super stoked. But let me tell you why that was possible. I'm going to talk about the things that I do anytime there's change. Oh, and on top of that, my daughter moved out this last week. So that's a change. And then her, her and her boyfriend broke up. So that's a change. I mean, it was, and it was a guy that, that I felt was actually part of our family and everything. So man, tons and tons of changes. But let me, let me tell you the steps that I use in order to, per, to prepare myself and then also my divers, how to work with them as they're going through changes. Number one, you have to reframe your thinking. You got to figure out, hey, you know, this is what's going on. This is what's going on with the dive. You know, this is what's happening in my mind on the dive. This is what's happening in my job. This is what's happening in my relationships. And when you're feeling sad and when you're feeling down, you have to begin to find ways to break those negative patterns. The moment, what I have to do, and I mean, and I was struggling with this, and fortunately, I've got somebody in my life, I've got Brooks in my life, that really helped me to break out of those negative patterns. And I even let, up front, I would tell her, hey, this is, this is how I'm going to react. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be negative. There's going to be times I'm going to be kind of quiet. Once I become aware of those negative thoughts, I'm in a much better place 
to, to start shifting and emphasizing the positive. After I interviewed with that team, I walked away thinking, man, I really like to lead that team. And this is really before I knew anything really about what, what was happening on with, with the transitions in their organization. I thought, man, I would really, really like to lead that team. And I started discounting my, my own abilities. So I had to break out of that. I was like, wait a second, I can lead. Because I've had other things in my life that have kind of chipped away and making me feel like I wasn't adequate. So once I became aware of that negative thought pattern, I had to reframe it. It's the same thing on a dive. You know, I dive Quinn's Pond, I get down about you know, 20, 22, 24 feet, and it starts getting really, really dark. It gets black, it gets pitch black dark. The, the temperature changes because of the thermocline, the terrain changes, sunlight doesn't penetrate down into, you know, or it doesn't reflect back off that black mucky mud that's in there. I have to retrain my thoughts. You go, you know what, man, when I get down here, there's gonna be cool th things to find. And I do find cool things. I'll find, I'll find paddles, I found a GoPro, I find scuba mask, I find jewelry, but best of all, I'm finding myself because I'm pushing into an area of unknown. I'm reframing that thinking and that is a solid metaphor or a solid example that I can transfer back into my, into my real life. You know, walking into that meeting to get, you know, to, to, to get laid off, I didn't know what the severance package was. That hadn't been shared. I was walking into an unknown situation, but I was walking and being grateful. And I was walking and being aware of the negative thought patterns. And it makes that transition of change. It's just one of five or six things that I do that makes that, that transition. You know, it's just like a frog. You know, we, you know, we've talked about the frog metaphor. I'll share this one more in a later podcast. But with the frog metaphor, you know, the frog maintains its same, its same DNA. If you take a DNA sample off of a tadpole, and then when it starts losing its tail a little bit, starts sprouting some legs, the DNA is the same. Once it finally cra crawls up onto the shoreline, and it can now breathe, you know, air as well as filter through with water, its DNA stays the same. It's just transformed us all. Also getting ready, I had time to reflect. And in that reflection, it was also finding things to be very thankful for. And I had to be thankful because coming to this company allowed me a chance to move to someplace that I had always wanted to move to. I wanted to be in Boise and I want, you know, I want to raise a family here and I wanted Abby to grow up here because it reminded me a lot of Arizona when I was growing up there. There was a lot of BLM land. There was mountains. There was opportunities to ski. Uh, you know, where I live right now, I can go fishing, hunting, kayaking, skiing, all kinds of stuff within about an hour of where I'm at, depending on what the season is. So taking that opportunity to reflect on good things. I talk in other podcasts about having gratitude journals and those help out so much when 
you know, when, when I was facing this layoff, I had to go back and think, okay, what are the good things that have taken place? Well, I got to see a very dear friend of mine that lives in Scotland. I got to see his home. I got to see some amazing things. I got to work with some fantastic people. I got to do some you know, things career-wise that were a lot of fun. I've met lifelong friends. I've got people out of, out of my company that I work for that are now part of Neptune. With as jam-packed as what our lives are today, you know, we're always scheduling stuff, we're, we're planning events, we're taking care of to-do lists, we're multitasking. A lot of us don't take time to mourn what we're losing, but also rejoice in what we're finding. It used to be so easy for me to sit around and have apathy and numb feelings and, and being sad or it, and once I was able to acknowledge the things that were positive in my life it made the things I was losing a lot less and I've talked about this on another podcast about what's in your dive bag right and, and making sure that you've got the right things in your dive bag the things that actually give you value and not packing extra crap that you don't need that just weigh you down or that are broken. So taking that time to reflect on, on things that have worked well and things, things that you've learned. Also maintaining a little bit of normalcy. You know, I was looking at things that were going to be financially, you know, not financially devastating, but things that were going to make some changes. But, I, but there were things I had to keep the, you know, the same. Now, granted, I went through and I needed to do this anyway. I dropped a lot of different services that I wasn't using. You know, I had a Weight Watchers app that I really hadn't used. I mean, I'm still doing the Weight Watchers thing, but I wasn't really tracking myself. So I got rid of things that weren't valuable to me. Again, going back to that dive bag analogy, I was getting rid of things that weren't valuable to me. But I was also keeping things that were fairly normal. I was going to stay working out at the Y. I was going to keep a schedule. I had already started lining out what my daily schedule would be like while I was looking for a job, still getting up in the mornings, still going into the office to, to do some work. With Abby leaving, keeping some normalcy there. You know, part of, part of that normalcy is making sure that we're still talking, we're still meeting up, and we're doing some different things. Making sure that Brooks and I were still getting date nights. So finding something where, where you're maintaining that normalcy and keeping structure and keeping routine, all those things are comforting. Just because I wasn't going to be driving 45 minutes each way didn't mean that I drop out, you know, just totally drop out of life. You know, I could still go into my home office, which I've now changed. So my new home office or my new studio is where, uh, where Abby's room was at. But finding things that are routine and things that are comforting, still going to the gym. And, and sometimes maybe it's picking up a new routine and maybe picking up some new habits that will actually help you out. 
So find ways that you can that you can maintain that normalcy. Making sure that I was able to find something that I could get comfortable in. Things that were stress relieving, things that were enjoyable. So it was getting back into matter of fact, my, my diving routine changed over the past few weeks. I was getting more into doing uh, you know more more mindfulness stuff and I was getting into where I was doing more underwater exercises, you know, doing underwater sprints while on scuba, the scuba hockey, all of that was part of finding places where I could get comfort. Getting back into journaling, those things were comforting. Finding comfort in success. So setting up a checklist. Okay, today I'm going to put in for three or four positions. And that was all stuff I started doing before I even got laid off. Because then it would be part of the routine once I was without a job. Planning ahead. If you know changes are coming, you know, are coming up, you want to be able to plan ahead. And that's exactly what I did in this situation. I started taking care of my finances. I started putting away a little more money. Started spending a, you know, a little less on, on going out, which is really things I should be doing anyway. Dropping services I don't need. Knowing that on the horizon, I had some type of change that, were, that was coming, I had to do that prep work. And as I go into a new company, making sure that I'm planning ahead with that and being ready for any type of changes that, that might come along with it. And then I mentioned it before, but you know, counting, counting your blessings, having, having that, that attitude of gratitude is so important. Actually capturing that in a journal. And I've got several videos out there and I've got a couple of podcasts on journaling my advanced students, I have them journal. Actually, all my students, I have them journal. But attitude and gratitude is a big part of that. You know, there was, there was a lot of stress this last week. But going back to some of those basic things that I understand about how I dive and the stressful situations I've gone through with that was an amazing metaphor for the changes that were taking place. And I got to tell you guys, I mean, I came out really, really good on this. I, I'm going into a fantastic company. I left without any bitterness. I left with a pretty good package. And no matter what the changes that you're going through, as long as you do things like, you know, you know, having that, that, that gratitude, making sure that you save some space for things that are, are stress relieving, making sure that you've got some normalcy, taking time to reflect and journal, planning ahead and reframing your thinking. All those are gonna help you through changes, whether they're positive changes or negative changes. Those are the things that are gonna get you through, is making sure that you're squared away with it and that you know that change, I mean, change is gonna happen. And the only people that really like change is babies love having diapers changed and uh, 
we like changing out of wet clothes on, on, on a cold day on a dive site. I don't know. That was really a really bad uh, example there. Just know that change is coming. You want to be ready for it and that you can get through it. It's just something that, that happens in life. It's something that happens on a dive site. It's happening that something that happens in, in a career. It's something that happens in relationships. And we just have to be ready as those changes take place. That's all I've got for this week. Uh, hey, by the way, special shout out to both Kathy and Becky. Becky's a new listener. Uh, been a long time uh, associated in diving. I've enjoyed diving with her. Uh, Kathy's actually one of my uh, advanced students that's going through the holistic approach for advanced diving. Becky had never heard of the podcast before. So Becky, hello, welcome. I'm glad that you're enjoying the podcast. All right, that's all I've got for this episode. And remember, as long as you've got air, you are all right.